With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. It's Fortridge. I am Gabriel Morenci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. The National Football League regular season has begun, begun, begun. And although we are in attendance uh, tonight in Los Angeles, uh, California, we weren't going to leave you hanging on the Thursday night uh, throwdown. We've got a full slate of guests. We've got a full slate of picks, trends, odds, and everything else in between. Props for week one of the National Football League regular season season. Uh, We've said it before. We're going to say it again. There's more people betting on NFL football uh, now and on sports than there ever has been. In fact, um, we talked about this uh, on last night's uh, program, but if you missed it, 46.6 million Americans plan to bet on the NFL this season. And, you know, you know, despite the legalization and the arrival of these sports books in so many states, you know, there's still a lot of money that's not being talked about. And a lot of people that are laying it down. I would say there's probably about 75 or 80 million people uh, betting on these games. And we are one of them. Let's do this thing. Um, worlds are colliding. We got a bunch of division uh, matchups to kickstart the season. We're going to go over all the games here this evening. Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Radio Networks. We'll welcome our AM radio affiliates momentarily. It's been a wild week on the West uh, Coast uh, for us, although we're always on the West uh, Coast. We've raised it up a notch though from uh, Vancouver, Vegas, Los Angeles, three cities uh, in a week. And uh, we're fired up. We've got a great slate of college football uh, 
uh, this week as well. And we're going to get in uh, to some college uh, football with Mr. Brent Beard. We got a lot of stuff uh, to break down here tonight and a lot of trends uh, to break down. A game that I'm really, really looking forward to and I'm very interested to see how it plays out. The Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, the Steelers and the Bengals. Football teams that don't like each other. It's been a bitter rivalry over the years and it's been a very one-sided rivalry over the years. The Pittsburgh Steelers have absolutely owned uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, but since Joe Burrow's arrival, things have changed. And the after losing 11 straight times uh, to Steeler Nation, the Bengals have actually beaten them three straight times and not just beaten them, but absolutely smoked them. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. Let's do this thing. I am Gabriel Morenci, the pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. The National Football League regular season is back. We're breaking it down. Let's do this thing. Bills and Rams got the party started, but we're not going to live in the past. Uh, we're going to give you a million picks and trends and looks for this weekend's games. We've got a bunch of guests stepping up and in from Los Angeles. We were in attendance at uh, tonight's football game, but we weren't going to leave you hanging uh, tonight. We got uh, we got a full slate of fresh content uh, for you and a million picks. We got college uh, football uh, week two. Let's not forget. We'll get into some Major League uh, Baseball as well. Get you caught up to date with the Major League uh, Baseball futures. It's all about the futures, and it's the last dance uh, right now. And even though the season has started, can still get in. Uh, there's still time to get in on all these contests that are going down in Sin City, Las Vegas. There's still time to get in on all of your NFL win totals and and future plays and we got a lot of them for you that we're going to share with you tonight we're going to go over all the trends for week one this evening shout out to everybody tuning in in socal right now the mightier 1090 espn radio shout out to all of our am radio affiliates and shout out to everybody that we've been meeting uh bill's mafia just took uh, los angeles over twenty-five thousand dollars worth of labat blue they actually flew in <laughs> one one fan group one fan group that's a lot of beer like i guess they couldn't get the type of beer that they wanted. That's, that, yeah, that, that's as hardcore uh, as it uh, as it gets. All right, you know what else is uh, hardcore? The Cincinnati Bengals and the Pittsburgh Steelers rivalry. That's pretty hardcore. You know, this was pretty cool. The Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We got a lot of premium matchups to break down, including the Raiders and the Chargers, who of course ended the game uh, last season in chaotic uh, fashion. And uh, first game up for both teams right now are each other with the Raiders of the Chargers and we've always said we've you know there's been a topic of conversation over the years even though the Raiders haven't been in Los Angeles for a long time I think you can make an argument that the Raiders are still the most popular football team in the Los Angeles market and I guess we're going to find that out on Sunday aren't we I'm really looking forward to this game I'm looking at the board this weekend I'm looking to walk the dogs man I look at these games and I look at these games, and I just think week one, I don't think there's going to be blowouts. This isn't college football. There's not a mismatch of talent in the National Football League like there is at the college level. There's a big difference, all right? So I look at a lot of these games, and I'm thinking to myself, man, I really want to take this team, but we've got to be selective. We can't get, you know, carried away. We want to, uh, we want to win, right? We want to win. And, you know, a couple of the underdogs that I'm looking at here, intrigued by uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers getting the points. The New York Giants getting the points against the Tennessee Titans. We'll break it all down this evening. The National Football League regular season is back. This is Sports Rage. Bring it.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, even in my super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found you. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morenci. The National Football League regular season has begun. Let's do this thing. The Buffalo Bills and the Los Angeles Rams in SoCal. Let's send it back to the East Coast, though, uh, right now for a man who's um, his team steps up. And I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. George Kurtz's team is the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, his team will be next up as far as the prime time games are concerned. Sunday night football. George Kurtz steps up and in. How you doing, George? You ready for some NFL football? Football and some Cowboys football. Yeah, you know, now the nervousness starts, right? Because football is different than baseball, different than hockey, right? You know, yeah, you lose a game, no big deal in baseball, hockey. You lose a game in football, it's like, oh, my God, your, your week is just over here. So, yeah, now I'm starting to feel the uh, the butterflies, the nerves waiting for Sunday night. How do, what's your confidence uh, level taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Not well. Not well at all. I mean... Dallas, uh, the Cowboys have never beaten Tom Brady, whether he's a Patriot or a Buccaneer, right? They, they beat the Patriots for the first time in forever last year, but that was without Brady. And now you throw in the fact that the numbers support this. Dak and the Cowboys do not play well against good teams. Yeah, they'll beat up bad teams. They'll beat up on the NFC East. But against good teams, generally they uh, they don't play well at all. So I don't feel very good about this game Sunday night at all. Throw in the offensive line. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to uh, get a little ugly here. So, look, last year it was a 31-29 game. Tom Brady is 6-0 and in his career against the Dallas Cowboys, including the Thursday night season opener last year in Tampa Bay, Florida. It was a very entertaining game, so they come back to it. But Dallas Cowboys have a lot of question marks coming into the season, don't they, George? Like, a lot. I mean, listen, the, uh, qu- the offensive line was a question mark anyway, and that was before Tyron Smith got hurt. I know everyone's trying to put sprinkles and whipped cream on it. Well, you know, they play four or five games without him every season anyway. Uh, that's very true. But now you'd be lucky if you get four games out of him the entire season. That's a problem. Maybe Tyler Smith can come on and be good right away. Maybe he cannot. I doubt he can. It's going to take uh, – listen, they signed Jason Peters. All fine and good. The man's 40 years old. Yes, he's a Hall of Famer, but what are we hoping for here? He's not, not likely to play until mid-late mid, September anyway. And then you throw in the wide receiving core. 
It's CD Lamb in prayers right now. You hope in second round pick Jalen Tolbert, who was, to put it nicely, inconsistent during training camp and the preseason. You're hoping he can take off. Noah Brown's your next guy. Michael Gallup, you're hoping him the same thing. When he does return, and it will not be Sunday. You know, I don't think it'll be next week. I think it's more week three, week four. But when he does return, can he be that player right away? Or do it take him a little bit of time to adjust here? Uh, James Washington is already on uh, PU. I think he's on IR, actually. So he's out for at least a month here. So, yeah, you throw in the offensive line and the receiving core. And we know Zeke Elliott is not special anymore. This offense could struggle a bit. Interesting that you say that because we spoke with Paul Bovey on Wednesday's Game Time Decisions, and he's a very sharp better. He doesn't play a ton of bets you know, on an NFL Sunday, and one of the bets that he already put in was the under of this football game. So you look at last year, and they got to 60 points, yet you know it was kind of a different scenario last year. Dallas have all the question marks that you just brought up, and Tampa Bay, quite frankly, didn't have the smoothest training camp either, George. No, I mean, come on, Gabe. You and I have been watching football and following football since the 70s. Have we ever seen a player of anywhere near Tom Brady's status just take 10 days off? Hey, I'm going away. You know, well, we've never seen that. And then, you know, you throw the record, George. For the record, and you know, I don't like going TMZ and all this type of stuff, but um, some, uh, people said that it was basically it's a personal thing. I think it was a marital thing, basically. Yeah, I think he told right. Giselle he was retiring, and he unretired. I think she got upset. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What I, I agree. <laughs> I think it was. It was definitely. Well, I don't want to get in people's personal lives, but it wasn't an illness or anything. I think that's when he sort of said, "Guys, I'm 45. I got a bunch of kids. I'm married. I got stuff going on, man. You know what I mean?" Still, it's, just, it's just weird, right? I mean, we've never seen something like that. But, hey, maybe Brady said, hey, said, I can come back, but I'm going to take 10 days off in August. Yeah, and, look, fine. he didn't like Arians, clearly, because he retired, right? I mean, we had Bob Ryan on, who knows, you know, he's a pretty smart guy from ESPN, and he basically said it was one of the reasons. Like, So Arians is gone, and maybe Brady didn't like him, but Arians was a good coach and got the most out of that team. It's not an automatic that Bowles is just going to be, you know, keep this thing going. And not to mention there, they just have a lot of injury problems and situations too offensive line and wide receiver a lot very similar to Dallas right it's almost the same thing as the Cowboys right I mean they lost a couple of offensive linemen and uh, the way to pressure or the, the way to annoy Brady is to get pressure up the middle if you can get yeah. there you can take him off his spot he's not going to scramble to the you guys are more of an edge rushing team though right yeah they, they don't have the they, there's no obviously there's no Aaron Donald on Dallas all right to get pressure up the middle so you're right uh, they're definitely more of an edge pressure which should help out Tom Brady there but also same thing I said about Gallup applies to Godwin now Godwin looks like he has a much better chance of playing someday although he the words he used in his interview yesterday seem to say that it's no that he's not going to play they're going to keep Dallas guessing but if he does or when he returns will he be the same player how long does it take him to be Chris Godwin again so that could be a while here they got Julio Jones I don't know what he has left here so uh, both teams had similar problems and here's the other thing well if they have similar problems are the Buccaneers the better team anyway I mean, I mean, I can't see how this game you would have to say so, right? Way. And it's not like the Cowboys have a huge home field advantage. They never have. Never have in that new stadium. So I like the Buccaneers. It's not just me being negative Dallas. The Buccaneers are the better team. I mean, come on. Is anyone picking Dallas to go to the Super Bowl? No. They might win the division, sure. Super Bowl, no. Tampa Bay is a Super Bowl contender here. I like the Bucs. Well, we can't um, we can't accuse George Kurtz of being a Dallas Cowboy homer. He's already burying them right now in week one. I like the Bucks too. He, he likes the Bucks. Uh, uh, he says, as we stated, there's a lot of question marks with both with both teams uh, yet. 
who, as you stated, Tampa are still the better football team. And one team has Tom Brady. I don't care if he's 45 years old. And, you know, yeah, you miss training camp time, but he can find a way. But at the same point in time, George, you think it's just like one of these ugly games? Because, you know, and maybe they don't get to 60 again this year, but you know, it's not going to be a 17-10 game. What's your opinion? Well, doesn't Dallas right now, uh, their recipe for to win, doesn't, doesn't it have to be an ugly game? Think about how the Cowboys used to play years ago. Run the ball to death, eat the clock, right? Try and get 34, 35 minutes of time possession. This way you keep the ball out of Brady's hands and oh. help the defense you know, keep you in the game. I think it's what Dallas is hoping for here. I think right now a Dallas defense is better than their offense. So they want to put that game sort of in the defense's hands and run the ball, keep the ball out of Brady's hands because they don't have the firepower. Now with those receivers, they don't have the firepower. I think the, uh, the play right, as far as the passing game, who might have the best uh, game for the Cowboys, we have a tight end here, right? Schultz. I think he might be the guy who has the, uh, the game here because, you know, Dak and him have some chemistry. CeeDee Lamb's going to be the number one. We'll see. He's also going to face number one cornerbacks, double teams, something you didn't really have to face all that was when Amari Cooper was there. So it's, I think it's going to be a struggle on offense for Dallas. I don't understand, George, for a guy that has all the money that Jerry Jones does and for a guy that's as smart as he is from a business standpoint. I mean, he is a genius. He is a great entrepreneur. He's a great sports businessman. He's a visionary. He's all these things. Yet, why does he think this football team is good enough, George? Like, you know what I mean? He's first class in everything he does, right? He wants to be first class in everything he does, but look at his roster. This isn't a first class roster. Everything you said is true. I mean, I mean, listen, you want to make money, you want Jerry Jones on your squad. I mean, this guy knows how to make money. Uh, he's also the, I mean, maybe the biggest optimist I've ever seen. Right? He's always been that way. He always believes players... Overvalues his talent, are. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, he always keeps players longer than he should. I mean, who couldn't see this, that Tyron Smith was going to have injury problems here? Everybody knew he could be a, a big-time injury warrior. Dallas did very little to uh, to do that. They didn't take a draft to left tackle. Tyler Smith would uh, play guard, not tackle. So, uh, listen, he's the, uh, you know, he likes McCarthy. He likes... I mean, come on, he loved Garrett, Jason Garrett forever. All right? I mean, that, that, that was killing us for a long time here. He's not a very good uh, general manager. He's not. Come on. They haven't been to the... Uh, we but they're pretty good at drafting. They are pretty good at drafting. Aren't they, George? They are pretty good at drafting. early. They're good at drafting yeah. early. McClay, their, uh, their uh, personal uh, personnel guy is fantastic. Uh, he, uh, they generally don't miss on their early picks. Later on, they have some issues here. But they also like to take chances. I mean, look what they did uh, this year's draft. I mean, Tyler Smith, yes, I think he could be the, the next Eric Williams if you're an old uh, time Cow Dallas Cowboy fan from the 90s. Eric Williams is a nasty, nasty guard slash tackle. Love Eric Williams. I think Tyler Smith does have that in him, but it's a chance. They could have gone the safe route and taken the center that I think Baltimore grabbed there, which I would have taken. The safer guy that uh, maybe doesn't fit exactly of a knee, but the safer player here. You know, when they took the other uh, pass rusher in round two, Williams, that's probably not the guy I would have taken. The, you know, I would have gone to the, the guy the Jets took, the safer pick. But Dallas and Jerry Jones t seem to. They reach for they go for the grand slam. That's what really what it is. They want the grand slam, not the two run double. George Kurtz kicking with us. NFL is back, baby. Let's do this thing. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Late night anger management class. The Thursday night throwdown continues. This is Fortridge. I am Marenzi. We're kicking it. The National Football League regular season has begun. We're breaking it down with George Kurtz uh, right now. Joining us uh, from Long Island as we kick it in. Los Angeles, uh, California. Shout out to everybody joining us on the Mightier 1090. ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 159. And all of our glorious AM radio affiliates. So, listen, we just spent a couple of minutes talking about the Dallas Cowboys in their situation along with the Buccaneers um, so let's move on to a couple of other games for the record George Kurtz lifelong Cowboy fan likes the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, in this game so uh, George there's some really interesting divisional tilts uh, in week one and you know you look at Minnesota and Green Bay and the Chargers and the Raiders two very interesting games in which if the Vikings are for real they got to win this game right you, you catch you catch Green Bay with a bunch of young wide receivers uh, right now. You know, yes, you have a new coach, but all you've talked about in the offseason is about how liberated you all are without Mike Zimmer there and this new fresh offense. Now you got to go out and prove it. If you're going to win a division, you better beat the Packers at home. Uh, once again, you and I are lock, stock, and barrel here. I completely agree with you. They have to win this game. If you want to win the division, you want to say, hey, Green Bay, we're coming for you. I mean, Forget all the, the good things I think Minnesota has done. All right, you get rid of Zimmer. You know, you bring in a real head coach here, or at least a, a head coach in this century, in this decade. Uh, but the offense here, let Cousins cook. Jefferson, yeah, not Field, from Jurassic Park. Go in there. Uh, uh, let the, let that go. But Green Bay. I think what you said it is going to be true here. They're going to couple first couple of weeks. It's going to be a uh, somewhat trying out period. What's going to work out wide receiver? At, as of right now, we don't even know if Alan Lazard's going to play. Right? He's got the I think it's an ankle injury that he may not be able to play. And he's your, by far the most established receiver they have there. Just imagine if he can't go. Listen, I love Aaron Jones and I love AJ Dillon. I think this is going to be a different Green Bay team than we've seen for quite a long time because I don't know if they can win it on Rogers' arm because I don't know if he has the receivers to throw it to. I just don't think they can uh, win that. That kind of game here. I think they're going to run the ball an awful lot. Sort of do what I just said about the Cowboys. They want to win with time possession. Their defense is great anyway. Yeah. I don't think they need to score 30 points to win. They probably need to score 24 to 27 most games, and they'll win that. But different kind of Green Bay uh, team here. But Minnesota, you have to win this game, and I think they do. And they are a small underdog at home as well. You know, it's kind of negligible, but nevertheless, they, you know, it's not like they're laying points or anything like that. Very interesting game, George, um, in Los Angeles once again with the Raiders and the Chargers. So we remember how the uh, the regular season ended last year in ultra-dramatic fashion when these two teams uh, played. Uh, 
um, Raiders are getting, uh, you know, the field goal and the hook. I hear the number has come down, sort of more Raider money than Charger money. Chargers are a flashy team, George, with the media because of Justin Herbert and the offense. But we're also talking about a defense that gave up 27 points a game last year. How much are they going to be improved? I'm just saying I got a hard time laying points in a divisional tilt like this, and I think the Raiders are better than people give them credit for. Yeah, once again, uh, I'd like to argue with you, but uh, you and I are uh, way in agreement here. I I do agree with everything you just said there. Don't you find it hard? I mean, I think you can make an argument that the Chargers from 1 to 53 on the roster have the best talent in that division. I think you can make that argument. My problem is this. All I I hear in my head is when I think Chargers, are they going to charge her? They're going to charge her. They're going to find ways to lose, right? They do weird things, you know, things that shouldn't happen, but they figure out ways to lose here. So it's so hard for me to trust them. I do think, uh, almost said Oakland, I do think the Raiders are a better team than given credit for. I think this is the first of what's going to be so many good games in the AFC West. I think, I know it's weird for week one, but I think all of these games in the AFC West are important. Right, it's so important because I don't know if anyone's going to go 5-1 with them in the division. So you got to win the games you can win here. But the Chargers, I think it's an important game. I think they almost have to win. Because right? you can't afford to lose a home game here against the, uh, you know. Yeah, especially after losing to them last year, right, to get right. into the playoffs. I think Because I think it starts again. It starts to, oh, here we go again. Here We can't beat the Chargers. Oh, we can't beat the Raiders. You know, they couldn't stop the run game last year. I'm going to go with the Chargers here, but if I haven't put any money on this game yet. If I were to put it, it'd be a small amount. Small amount, because I just don't trust them. I think they could be a very good to great team, but I just don't trust them yet. And the head coach scares the the, you know, the Willies out of me, because I don't know what he's going to do either. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm curious to see if Staley dials it in a little bit more this year. <laughs> Um, he probably does just because he was so over the top last year, but I don't know. I think he's probably going to stick to his guns. He seems to be a pretty stubborn guy uh, to begin with. So what games do you like the most, George? What are you most excited about from a betting perspective? I am big on the Miami Dolphins. I mean, even when Brady was with the Patriots, they hated going. They couldn't beat the – or the Patriots said they could, but it was always tough games, and they lost quite a few uh, in Miami in September. That place is no fun to play. It's going to be a 1,000 degrees with a million percent humidity here. I think the Dollars are a pretty good team. I don't think they're going to compete for the division title, mind you, but I think they could be a wild card team. Uh, it's all up to two about how far they can go or how good they can be here. But I like all the moves they've made, and I just don't like the Patriots. I just don't think they're all that great a team. I think there are many more questions marks than the uh, than the Dolphins do. So I got it when it was at two and a half. I know it's at the three, three and a half now. Give me the Dolphins. I like the Dolphins to take care of business on Sunday. Interesting that uh, Tua is 3-0 and in his career against the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick because Belichick is you know, obviously known for dominating rookie and young quarterbacks, but uh, Tua won both games, albeit they were close. Uh, he won both games last year against his former teammate at Alabama in Mac Jones. I'm with you. I like the Dolphins. Um, you know, man, it's been quite a big line move over the last week or so. As these games approach, man, the shuffle has really, 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 really uh, begun. What else catches your eye, uh, George? What do you What do you think of that New York Giant and Tennessee Titan game? 
you know, I'm, I was curious if anybody else about the Giants. I don't think this is a very good team. I don't. I think they have a lot of uh, interesting pieces. I think uh, Daniel Jones has probably got some a lot. I mean, a, a truckload of pressure on him. I don't know if Dayball really likes him, or we just is saying all the nice things about him because they didn't care about getting a quarterback this year. Uh, but I think the Giants going to be in a precarious position because I, I don't think they're a good team. I don't think they're a terrible team either. I think they might win just enough games, four to five, that'll take them out of the uh, to get a top quarterback next year, which won't be good for them. Right? So, curious. Is Barkley Barkley? You know, they've made some moves to fix the offensive line. I think it's better. The defense doesn't look all that great. Uh, I'm with Tennessee. You know, uh, Tannehill has a lot of pressure on him as well, but I think Derrick Henry's going to eat. They're going to feed this man, uh, I mean, a truckload this year. Uh, Robert Woods, Traylon Burks. I think the passing game is going to be a little slow to start the season. Burks had a an interesting offseason, to put it nicely. Woods coming back from the ACL, so I think they'll have problems there. Uh, I'm going to be hitting Henry's uh, over total on the yardage uh, on Sunday. I think he's going to uh, eat pretty well against the Giants. I agree with your assessment as far as Henry is concerned. It's 100 and a half, so 100.5, so he needs to get to 101. Um, it'll probably go up a little bit. It's already relatively high, but I do agree with that take. I talked about that uh, on another show, George, in which it's his first game back, bro. He's the heart and soul of that team. The New York Giants are terrible against the run. <laughs> like They're going to give him the ball, bro. But one thing I'll say, I think the, the demise of the Tennessee passing offense, uh, I tell you, Traylon Burks, I think you're going to see he's going to make plays once the game starts. He's going to be one of these guys that, you know what I mean, he was polarizing in Canada and all this and that. He has a good day and a bad day and all this, but he's a good football player when the game starts. Uh, Robert Woods, he stated coming off the injury, but I think they're a little deeper than people realize. Yeah, losing A.J. Brown doesn't help them, but at the same point in time, I do believe the wide receivers can be uh, replaced. So, you know, interesting game with Kansas City and Arizona. Big live movement uh, here, George. This, you got to figure, should turn into a track meet, right, between KC and Arizona. I expect it to. All right, but aren't you just curious about Kansas City as everybody else's? I mean, who's going to be the guy there? Kelsey's another year older. And you know, he disappeared for a while last year. And I don't know, I think that could very well happen again. You throw in Smith Schuster, right? MVS, who couldn't do anything, couldn't do much with Aaron Rodgers here. You draft Sky Moore, who I kind of like here, but still, this is a whole bunch of mud against the wall. And you heard Mahomes say it. Uh, I think he said it yesterday that to uh, you know chagrin of fantasy owners, he admitted it's going to be a different guy every week. He doesn't yeah. have a number one. I don't think even he knows who's going to be the guy. He's going to look for the guy with the best matchup, and that's the guy getting the ball. You know, which is great for football. But they have a lot of fast guys, bro. Can Hardman take that next step? Yeah, I'm, I'm curious about Harbin. I am curious about. Him. I think he, I, and I think he can. By the way, uh, to a degree. I'm once again, I'm not saying Tyreek Hill next step. I just think to a, a more household. He is fast. Game. How about that? He's he's not Tyreek Hill fast, but he's fast. Listen, they got four guys who can who can play receiver. I just would like to see who's going to be the number one. I think you do have to have a number one, uh, and I don't know if they're going to have that, at least not right away. I don't know if uh, Smith Schuster is really that guy. He's always needed someone else to be the number one, right? Antonio Brown was the number one when he was there. They sort of fell off after that. No, so, you're right. We'll see. We'll see about that, but I, I, they'll put up points. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to disagree as far as let's see who the guy is, but at the same point in time, it's also going to be a challenge for defensive coordinators not knowing really what their game plan is going to be suddenly. And honestly, 
you know, I do agree with you with Kelsey. Kelsey had a nice, you know, he stepped up late against the Buffalo Bills, but you're right. He did show signs of wear and tear, I think, last year uh, at times. George Kurtz uh, kicking with us a great time of the year. All right, uh, George. Um, Cleveland, Carolina, the Baker Mayfield, the Baker Bowl. The Baker Bowl. Who you got in the Baker Bowl? I got Nick Chubb on one of my fantasy teams, which I feel pretty good about, but who you got on in the Baker Bowl? <laughs> I got Nick Chubb on one of my fantasy teams as well here. Uh, I, you know, every year there's a surprise team or two that's going to qualify for the playoffs that we didn't see coming. I think Carolina's that team. You know, I think they can. I think they can be that team. And I don't want to run you, George. We're up against it here. So that's your hot take on the way out here. That ooh, so you're saying Carolina's going to win this game? Carolina's winning the game. They're going to beat Cleveland. Wow, hot take. And says, George says Carolina might be on team to keep her eye on this year. The late night anger management class continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. Continues as does the countdown to kick off. This is Sportridge. I am Gabriel Morenci, Sirius XM Channel 159. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, including the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Let's do this thing. We're breaking it down. Week one is here. And there's a saying in Las Vegas, and we'll give credit to Jake Cornegy and the uh, the Superbook uh, for this one because it's uh, it's it's their saying, and it's it's been it's been around for a while, in which it's a uh, Good teams win, great teams cover. And so much of what we do is about uh, the point spread. So I want to get into uh, to quarterbacks and their records against the spread. I think in the modern era that we live in right now, there's so much emphasis on offense and there's so much emphasis on statistics. It's driven by fantasy football. It's driven by DFS. I remember, I remember it was about three, four years ago because the Packers have won 13 games in a row a couple years in a row, right? But I remember it was about three, four years. It was about four years ago. I think the Packers were 10 and 6. They were like 10 and 6 or 11 and 5 type of deal. And people were talking about how Aaron Rodgers had taken a step back 
and you know maybe Devontae Adams wasn't as good as as people thought and why because they didn't have a great statistical fantasy season yet they still went you know they still went to the playoffs right they were still good so like there's always a perception like Justin Herbert's a good example of this and I think Justin Herbert's a great quarterback he's he's awesome how can you say Justin Herbert's not an awesome quarterback but the fact of the matter is he's 15 and 17 all right Tua is 13 and 8 yeah but yeah well whatever yeah I don't know whatever right you want to judge people want to judge quarterbacks but then when they don't like the they don't like the the results they'll change they'll move the goalpost uh so to speak yeah but oh because of this and because of that no because of nothing Tua knows how to win football games all right I think he might not throw for 378 yards but he's going to be on the winning team more often than not some guys will throw 352 yards every week for their entire career but it'll only it'll always be everybody else's fault it's never it's never their fault because of the stats so I don't care about stats I care about stats if I'm playing fantasy football I care about stats when I'm betting a prop but if I'm betting you know I'm betting a football game one of the biggest things to me it's a lot like um it's a lot like uh, a pitcher in baseball. People will look at the ERA and the whip and, and all this other stuff, the FBIP and all these other new stats and all this type of stuff. Something that I don't think is talked about enough with baseball betting is, okay, what's the team's record when this guy pitches? Not what his record is. What's the team's record? Right When this guy pitches, does he give them a chance to win the baseball game? Do they win the game when he pitches? And I don't think that's discussed enough. And I don't think we talk enough about quarterbacks' records against the spread. Now, when we talk about the greatest quarterbacks of all time, you know, people ask me, I say, listen, I always thought Joe Montana was the best quarterback. Tom Brady has surpassed Joe Montana. Tom Brady and Joe Montana, a lot of similarities between the two of them. But, you know, you'd have to acknowledge that Tom Brady has passed uh, Joe Montana as the greatest quarterback of all time, which leads me into the top five quarterbacks against the spread of all time, which this is an interesting, this is an interesting uh, stat, isn't it? And you know what blows me away about this is the greatest quarterback of all time, arguably, happens to be the greatest quarterback of all time against the point spread as well in Joe Montana. Joe Montana covered in 61.6% of the football games that he played in. That's an incredible covering percentage. Now, it's a minimum 100 starts because there's guys right now in the NFL that have good records ATS, but they've only played 20 games or something. You know what I mean? So... These are top five quarterbacks against the spread in NFL history, 100 starts or more. Number one, Joe Montana. 101 and 63, 61.6% of the games that Joe Montana played in, his team covered the point spread. The second quarterback that's the best against the spread in his career happens to be, I don't know, the greatest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady. It's amazing, isn't it, how like winning just sort of breeds winning, right? From winning the games to covering the point spread. Tom Brady, 186, 124, and 6 against the spread. 58.9% of the games that Tom Brady has played in, he has covered the point spread. An incredible number considering he has played in as many games as he has. And 
also an incredible number when you consider he hasn't been surrounded by superstars in his entire career. He's made a lot of these people superstars. Right, Dion Branch wasn't a superstar, but he was when he was with the New England Patriots. So Joe Montana, 61.6% at the top. Tom Brady, right there, 58.9%. The third guy might surprise you, and I might surprise you, it will surprise you, it surprised me. Even though in, it's one of these deals, one of these names that in hindsight, you're like, yeah, you know what? The guy did win a lot of football games, and the guy did cover a lot of football games. Alex Smith. Alex Smith covered 57.5% of the time. If you think of Alex Smith's career, what do you think of? Well, hey, I think of him running the table with the Utah Utes. Uh, but if you think of Alex Smith's career, it's basically, well, man, he went like 12 and 4 all the time, and then he would get replaced, right? Because teams would think, you know what? He can't get us over the top. We can win 12 games with him, but he can't get us over the top. But when you win 12 games, you're going to cover point spread. But it's amazing, isn't it? How many people, like I said, if you would have asked me point blank, um, who's who's the top five quarterbacks against the spread in NFL history, Alex Smith wouldn't have been one of the first names to come to mind. But he is third at 57.5%. Number four. Number four is a blast from the past, and another, another like, oh, wow, that's pretty impressive. Joe Theismann, whose name was actually Theismann. You know Joe Theismann's name isn't Theismann. It's actually Theismann, but he changed it to rhyme with Heisman because he was playing at Notre Dame, right? So he changed he changed his name to Joe Theismann. Um, it is cooler than Theismann. Joe Theismann covered 56.5% of the football games that he played in in his career, including winning the Super Bowl. And the fifth quarterback against this spread is Aaron Rodgers. So for all the criticism of Aaron Rodgers, and I've criticized him in the past for not winning big, more big games. I mean, it's been a long time since they won the Super Bowl. And they have had home field advantage a bunch of times. And, um, you know, listen, they've been a 13-win team under LaFleur all the time. And they've been unable to, to, to get back uh, there. But over his career... Very impressive, 56.3%. So it goes to show, like, nobody's checking in at 70% here, right? Joe Montana, 61.6. Tom Brady, 58.9. Alex Smith, 57.5%. Joe Thiesman, a.k.a. Joe Thiesman. Joe Theismann, 56.5%, and Aaron Rodgers, 56.3%. Now you know who the top five quarterbacks against the spread are in NFL history, 100 starts or more. Joe Montana, Tom Brady, Alex Smith, Joe Theismann, and Aaron Rodgers. Now let's take a look at who the best guys in the National Football League are right now. Heading into week one. The top guy in the National Football League right now also happens to be a guy named Joe. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow has been an absolute monster against the point spread in the limited amount of games that he has played in the National Football League. 
63.3% of the games that Burrow has played in, he has covered the point spread. You know, Joe Burrow is just one of those guys that makes people around him better, that brings out the best. You know, because Joe Burrow's not like sort of like a megastar in the sense. You know what I mean? He is sort of, you know what I mean? He's not a big dude. He's not the fastest guy. He doesn't have the strongest arm, right? It's sort of the whole package with Joe Burrow in which his teammates will just sort of run through a wall for him. I remember Joe Burrow's first touchdown in the National Football League, and he scrambled. He took off from like the 20 or something like that, and he scrambled into the end zone for a touchdown. And I remember, I remember saying at the time too. I said, "Wow, look at him! Look how much his teammates like him! Like for a young, for like his first touchdown, right? Like he scored the touchdown, and the offensive lineman like sprinted into the end zone and picked him up, and like were really excited. And you just knew right there. They're like, I was like, man, they love this kid. They're like they, these guys love this kid." You know what I mean? Like, Joe Burrow doesn't play like like a kid. You know what I mean? Like, he, he commands respect in the huddle, so to speak. So, yeah, Joe Burrow is the best in the National Football League right now at 63.3%. Uh, well, 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 who's the second best quarterback in the National Football League right now, ATS? The heavily criticized Tua. And I've been – I know Tua's not perfect. For me, my, my, my deal with Tua isn't football-related in which I don't worry about his arm strength or this or that. For me, the only concern with Tua is can he stay healthy? He is small. He's had hip injuries in the past. Like, if he gets lit up, he could get hurt. That's my concern with Tua. When you, you make Tua your starting quarterback, you got to protect him. But if you protect him, he's going to be successful and he's going to win football games for you. As evidence is the fact that Tua's record is um, is 13-8 and eight straight up, and it happens to be the same against the spread at 61.9%. So Tua's covered 61.9% of the games that he has played in, which is very impressive. Tom Brady is third, which Tom Brady's actually the king because Tom Brady's, you know, these other kids have played in 20-plus games, etc. Brady checks in at 58.9%. The fourth guy on this list and currently in the National Football League will surprise some, but we've talked about this in the past, in past years. He, you know, he's a classic example of which people, he's sort of a punchline when people talk about him, but betters know that, you know what? I've actually won money with this guy before. He has won more games than he has lost against the spread in his career. And I'm talking about Geno Smith. Geno Smith is actually covered in 57.5% of the games that he has played in. I imagine that he has been an underdog in 57.5% of the games that he has played in. But it's pretty impressive, actually, when you consider he's got a 57.5% uh, point spread uh, record when he's played for the Jets, briefly for the Giants, you know, that game that they benched Eli and they broke, they screwed him and they broke his streak. Uh, and, of course, now the Seattle Seahawks. But just remember that as far as Geno Smith is concerned. Remember, even like last year when Russell Wilson was out, when Russell Wilson was there, they were getting murdered. When Geno Smith was, was playing, they were losing close games and losing but covering the point spread. I don't know what it is about Geno. I guess just because he, he gets rid of the ball quickly and, you know, there's just a little things that can help you cover the point spread. 
But Geno Smith is actually the fourth best quarterback ATS right now in the National Football League. We'll continue to break it down and give you more numbers as far as the quarterbacks are concerned and more. The late night anger management class continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. I am Renzi. This is Fortridge. The Pence, the players, the hustlers, the people of Bustle, and everybody else in between. We're talking NFL quarterbacks and their historical records against the spread. Um, Joe Burrow, currently the best in the National Football League, hasn't played that many games, but he has covered in 63.3% of them. Tua is second at 61.9%. Very impressive. Very impressive. Tom Brady, number three, as we discussed. Geno Smith was number four. He was the last player we were talking about as we went into the break. So Geno Smith is actually the fourth best active quarterback ATS in the National Football League right now at 57.5%. Aaron Rodgers, who we discussed in his top five all time, Aaron Rodgers is fifth uh, currently. For the record, as we stated, like the all-time is 100 games minimum, right? You have to be around to be on that list. So, you know, like I said, two has played in 21 games, etc. Josh Allen. Josh Allen has been successful against the spread in his career. He's covered uh, 56% of the time. Allen has been a moneymaker, and Allen's been a moneymaker for prop players as well. It'll be interesting to see if Josh Allen runs the football as as much. I don't listen. The, the Buffalo Bills don't want Josh Allen like taking off all the time, and I don't think it's so much of a concern of injury because Allen is bigger than most of the people that are tackling him. I think it's more a case of they just want to get the ball down the field because he's got such a strong arm. But Allen, man, has been money, hasn't he, with these rushing props, man, the last couple of years. Like, no matter how high it is, he, like, you know, it's like one run into the game and he gets it. But he's also been very profitable. 56% uh, of, of the games that he has played in, he has covered the point spread. Mac Jones. Listen, I, I don't think Mac Jones is terrible. I think he's average. I think the media overhyped him. Well, you know what I mean? But he did cover 55% of the time. Well, he went 10 and 8, right? So, uh, he covered 55% of the time. Patrick Mahomes. This is pretty impressive, Mahomes' number against the spread, because the fact of the matter is the Kansas City Chiefs are always favorites, right? Mahomes hasn't been an underdog very many times in his career early, but for the most part, the Chiefs have been playing pretty big numbers. That's what's impressive about Tom Brady and Montana as well. You know what I mean? Like, Geno Smith, it's like, yeah, all right, Geno Smith is good against the spread because he's getting 12 points all the time, or he's getting a lot of points, right? Like, Tom Brady, it's hard to be good against the spread when you're favored all the time. 
it's hard to be you know that good against the, the point spread when you're on the San Francisco 49ers and, you know, and you're laying points like they were all the time. Very impressive. Yeah, so Mahomes at 55.4%. We'll have more on the other side. Bring it. 